Oh, that's embarrassing. This podcast contains vulgar language and sensitive subjects. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back, hench people, to Healthcare Villains. Hey, 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 everybody. Merry Christmas or yes. happy holidays. Whatever, whatever. Merry, uh, happy, um, good, positive vibes in the vortex and happy manifestations. Or happy holidays is fine, too. No, no, we got to more inclusive. Not everybody's holidays are right now. Oh okay. my fucking god! Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that just happened. Well, you got. Stop moving your fucking mic. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. This is supposed to be the positivity yeah. episode. We're being such a Debbie Downer. All right. Okay. It's all about. <laughs> this is our positive Christmas vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, you got poison ivy over here and Juggerdoc over here for your listening pleasure. Yep. So this week, because it's almost Christmas, this is episode number thirteen. Yes, yep. lucky so, number 13. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But we figured um, we would like to just talk about some of our awesome like students we've had or Definitely. patients that Definitely. we've had. Um, just share some fun, happy, funny stories. Yeah, so we will try to keep each other um, out of the <laughs> rabbit holes that we tend to cycle down. And then it, when it turns dark. <laughs> and I like the darkness. It's a, my right? old friend. And we're kind of like Alice in Wonderland and we follow the cat. Dinah, down the data hole. And we, we, we're going to try not to do that. We're going to try to keep it all sunshine and rainbows. Because, you know, I mean, while it's still funny, uh, sometimes it's, it is pretty dark. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, sunshine and rainbows today, everybody. <sighs> yep. Like yep. unicorns with glitter coming out our asses. Um, well, Tinkerbell, my daughter Tinkerbell, yes. she has a ugly, ugly Christmas sweater and it has unicorns on it. How is that ugly? Well, because it's like you know ugly christmas sweaters mm. and like you know they have mm-hmm. all the extra bull crap extra. on there mm. well hers does but it has unicorns on it okay well that's fair yeah that's fair all right so, so you want to go first sure 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 what do you got so well one of the best things about one of the i guess one of the reasons i actually really like the teaching gig you know because we uh teach nursing students is that they are almost always so grateful and still thankful for all the skills and that you teach them. And we don't just teach skills. I don't know how it is in the nursing programs you guys went to or whatever, but in this program, it's hard and people still have lives. It's not like their entire life gets put on hold and they, you know, ship their kids off to somewhere else to grandma's house and they quit working and they don't have a husband or a wife or whatever. They still have 100% life going on. Some of them work full time. Some of them are single parents. Some of them go through breakups and deaths and having babies and all these things because life continues while they're in nursing school. But nursing school is fucking hard. Yeah, it is. I remember when I went through nursing school, and I remember saying this very specifically to Batman, I would much rather go through boot camp and field med training all over again than do this fucking shit. Dude, it's it's brutal. and. Mm-hmm. For people who are going into nursing now, like, I, I don't know, um, I don't know if I've ever told the listeners this, but when I go into nursing, it was not like a calling. It was, uh, yeah, okay, that sounds fine. You make decent <laughs> money and it's job security. I can work anywhere. Mm-hmm. That was my only reason for going into nursing. Well, you knew how to support your, your kid. I, I, well, I did, but it wasn't like so many people go into nursing because, oh, it was a calling, right? I want to care for people. Fuck that. I don't really like people. Well, yeah, people are kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. Wait, wait, positive. Oh, mm-hmm. shit, shit. Sorry. Okay, yeah, positive, positive. Okay. So, but uh, <laughs> it's worked out really well for me. Uh-huh. So let's go down that positive road. Uh-huh, yeah. But I didn't get into it because I had that calling. But I think any more nurses today who are, the students who are going into nursing have to have that calling because it's kind of a tough job. It's a very tough right? job. It's, and 
it's not a nine to five burnout so fast anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you go into nursing, I think more and more people are doing it because they want to care for people and they just have that desire to do good. Right. Yeah, so for sure. with nursing students, I think that compassion and that caring aspect really helps um, them be more appreciative of the skills that we bring to the table as instructors. Right. Mm-hmm. So some of my best, oh, well, well, best memories of my students. So almost every year after the end of the semester, especially if I'm their clinical instructor, they always like leave me cards. So a couple of them that I'm just going to read to you real quick. One of them was like, hey, professor, thanks for being the most awesome nursing instructor in the entire world. Okay, kiss ass. I know, right? You have taught me more than I could ever ask for. Mm-hmm. Live long and prosper. I mean, okay, come on. live long and that's, prosper. That's at least, cute, at least she right? didn't say live, laugh, love. Live, oh, love, my. laugh. I, I wouldn't have read that on the air, okay? <laughs> And then there was this one. I just actually got just this one the other day, and it was basically just want to say thanks for your help and support. It was rough there for a minute, as you know. And again, um, my specialty is mental health. So if I notice a student who seems to be struggling, I pull them into my office. I give them some extra attention, extra support to try to help them through whatever rough patch they're going through, right? Mm -hmm. So I've helped students who have miscarried during during uh, their school career. I've helped students who have had people die, who have given birth, who have broken up with boyfriends or girlfriends. Because you can tell when people are going through a rough time. Like I said, it's already stressful. And then when something else outside of nursing school happens, you can pick up on it pretty easily if you're paying attention. But this one did have a rough spot. And she's like, I deeply appreciate it, uh, how you were there for me in those rough times. I'll never forget it. And she also has kind of a good sense of humor because then at the end she's like, oh, and I guess you're not too bad of an instructor either. <laughs> so it was really kind of kind of oh, well, cute thanks. and funny. I'm like, well, better, better be. And then, so this one actually means a lot because this card, the student was saying that she really appreciates everything, all the extra help to learn and practice. She's like, my first I am shot was awful. And I'm so grateful you were the one to help me through that. Now that may, means a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are in healthcare, if you've ever given an injection, right? That's like an IM shot. It's usually a, a vaccine, like we do vaccine clinics a lot. And your first shot, you're probably shaking. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Sometimes you poke them twice. Yeah. Sometimes you like hit the bone because you go I in too really far. I really hope not. It happens, man. It happens because you're know, just I've seen it. Ah, I've seen you're it freaking happen. out so much. So those nice accolades are one of the biggest reasons I stay teaching and I like teaching so much Mm -hmm. because that that makes you feel well rather than you know that 75% of the patients out there who are great but those 25% of the patients who are like well fuck you and bring me my turkey sandwich right now and I'm not gonna do what you say fuck you I won't do what you told me anyway yeah (laughs) right so and again I work mental health my patients probably more of a 50 50 split (laughs) For sure. Right? Because, I mean, and I'm not saying it's on purpose because sometimes they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. One of my friends got, uh, there's this thing at a hospital I worked at. They use the DAISY Award system, which is just the thing for nurses to say how awesome they are in a bunch of, basically, so hospital administration can be like, look at what we're doing to support our nurses rather than giving us better patient ratios and better pay. Hmm. Weird. Anyway. so We p- can't help but go dark a couple oh, of times. Oh, damn it. I did it again. I can't. I it's just my natural persona, okay? <laughs> and uh, it hasn't been sunny where we live in a couple days, maybe a week. I've and been it's feeling great. It's been fucking snowing the whole time. I love it. Well, you don't have to drive as far as I do. Yes, I 
not as I do for my other job though. That is true. That is true, but not maybe not as often. No, not as often. Because I drove home Monday night, and oh my god, that was terrifying. Yeah, I know. I felt really bad. About it was that. rough. Well, I was gonna have to drive home one way or the other. Well, I always offer you to stay at my house, and you, you always do. decline. Um, you got the weirdo downstairs at your house. I'm not doing that. Who's the weirdo downstairs? Bob. Bob is not there. Uh huh. Bob's <clears throat> my. If you guys listen a few episodes back, I have a ghost named Bob, but he's not there anymore. We've discussed this. Anyway. Uh, whatever. He was there once. Out once. Once and done. Okay. <laughs> Lock me in the garage. Never again. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, um, anyway, my friend got this Daisy Award written by one of the patients. And this poor guy, very nice patient, completely psychotic. Uh, delusions of grandeur, things like that. So, he wrote in the Daisy Award that the reason he was giving this nurse a Daisy Award because she was the best overlord he's ever known oh. and the way that she owns and runs the hospital because you know she owns the hospital and she's like i wouldn't be working here if i own the hospital brother but that's fine but yeah she runs the hospital so well and it's so nice to see someone um wasn't like an undercover boss type of thing but to see someone who owns the hospital still working on the floor or something like that and yeah so <laughs> and he submitted that to the daisy award uh committee because there's a whole committee that reads these and they were just like what the f- fuck is this <laughs> i'm like it still means something you he, had a subtext man the best overlord ever i would love to be the best overlord ever right it was super funny <laughs> so funny yes by dark lord <laughs> oh my god dark lord you gotta tell everybody about dark lord oh my dark lord okay so oh, my dark lord the dark lord is uh is batman actually <laughs> so it's uh whenever because I, I work out a lot with uh, Poison Ivy and her family because they do a lot of CrossFit, and I am very not in shape. So I was I hang out. Mostly I just, like, act like the crazy person in the corner, like, running into walls and whatever. Anyway, so when I really have had a bad day where, you know, I need some punishment, <laughs> I ask Batman, and I call him my Dark Lord. I'm like, find me some punishment in my Dark Lord. <laughs> Something that will hurt by and we go into this whole like old english thing it's freaking hilarious and then he whoops my ass and then he does like, it's self-flagellation it is it's like you he, need to appease him at the altar of the dark lord that's at the alt yeah the temple the i temple. will debase myself <laughs> at the temple whenever i do that i gotta quit asking him to do that because he's brutal he is he takes his anger out on me yeah he can't he, do it on his wife oh he does it to his wife too <laughs> But yeah. the gods are the god is pleased with the mer- with uh-huh. the suffering of his uh-huh. peasants. Yeah, he is. He loves it too. He gets this little sparkle in his eye <laughs> every time. I'm like, oh my god, it hurts so bad. Yes, my so dark bad. lord. Yes, my He's dark lord. He's just like, lord. do it more. In fact, you're not even doing it fucking right either. <laughs> do it like this. I'm like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> He's not happy till I cry. <laughs> That's part of the sacrificial rituals or vomit. One or the other. You have not vomited yet. You just have to uh, uh, supply some sort of fluid. <laughs> Blood, sweat, tears, or vomit. <laughs> it's definitely been sweat. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually cried. And I hope if Batman listens to this, I'm just kidding. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> you are the Dark Lord, though. It, it does hurt. Your workouts are like uh, two hours fucking long. <laughs> and burns like 800 calories. But it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's I asked fine. for it. You did. I asked for it. That's I said, what happens when you join the cult of the Dark Lord. The cult. <laughs> uh, I, oh my God, I drank your Kool-Aid last night. <laughs> it's called Extend. <laughs> it's got BCAs. 
<laughs> well, uh, in all fairness, the night before, I went out drinking to a graduation party that Poison Ivy and went, and I drank a little too much wine, so I was a little dehydrated and definitely needed some electrolytes. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. how she got me to drink the Kool-Aid. Now I'm hooked. Now you're hooked. Fuck. Anyway. Well, well back to what we were talking about. So Positivity. Positivity. It's all about the pot. You send out the positive vibes in the universe, and you get in the vortex, and then you get the manifestations back. And then Merry Christmas. Well, so for me, like, well, since you kind of did your origin, so, like, I originally went into nursing because, you know, I got out of the Navy. I was a corpsman for so many years. So, but me being a corpsman, all right, sorry, we had to pause for a second because um, Batman was calling. (laughs) Yeah, I think he knew that we were talking about him, which is super creepy. Yeah, well, it was funny because then he was telling me, Oh, I was just at Captain's school, and then I'm just left, and I got to go back up there and pick him up. And I was like, why were you at a school? And he's like, well, they had this Christmas craft thing in his class, and this morning he asked me to come, so I did. And me and Juggerdoc were like, oh, Aww, that's good so, dad, a good right? dad. And he's like, he was at, and then he's like, yeah, except then he acted fucking embarrassed that I was there. <laughs> He's like, Dad, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then he was like, you asked me to come. <laughs> oh, that's just funny. I know. Kids. Fucking kids. Fucking so kids. That was funny. But anyway, so I was saying. Um, origin or, story. Origin story. So you, I was kind of necessity, too, because I joined the Navy, and they um, had openings for corpsmen, and I was like, I don't want that. When they explained to me what it was, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be responsible for people. And then they're like, well, you should take it because here's all the cool shit they do. And also, you're very lucky to get it because they don't really offer it to females. And I was like, oh, you don't say. Hmm. And me always trying to prove something. Right. I get to be one of the oddball statistics. <laughs> don't mind if I do. Yeah. So then it turned out, you know, I really loved being a corpsman and things like that. So when I got out of the Navy, it just, in my mind, it made sense to keep going forward. I didn't want to do EMT because I was just like, listen, I've seen enough trauma. <laughs> I don't want to right? see it every day I go to work. I was in field med. I don't need to continue field med. I mean, for some people, like, they're fine with it. And, you know, I just, I think a lot of things that wouldn't bother me, but there's those few things that would break yeah, me. Yeah, I get that. And so I was like, I don't even want to go down that road anymore. So plus I would like to have more variety. True. So I wanted to do PA, but then I found out like how much of a pain the ass that was. I was like, fuck that. So nursing. So that's how I ended up nursing. So I still really, it really cared about what I do. And so, um, which is really funny. We actually just had this conversation this morning Mm -hmm. that poison Ivy has too much integrity yeah, that's and a problem. And sends her bar way too high for what she gets paid to do what she does. <laughs> yeah. True so story. It is true. We had this conversation literally this morning. Yeah. But one of my feel-good stories is actually from when I was deployed. Um, this was many, many, many years ago. I was in Afghanistan. And, you know, I'm field med, and I also was psych. So I was, like, a very... Coveted. Yeah, like I had a lot of responsibility when I was deployed. So as a corpsman, you do a lot more than a lot of people realize because you're just so limited on medical personnel. The corpsmen do everything. So when we would see mental health patients, like the corpsmen are the ones who sit down and talk to them and talk them off the ledge and do everything. So I had one guy, I remember, he came in. 
and he was head to toe covered in dirt and dust. Like you can see his goggle marks and everything. And he was army, he was infantry, and they were out in the desert doing whatever for weeks. And I remember him saying he was so hungry because they only get a certain amount of rations of MREs and he had gone three days without eating. Aw. And I well, was, not to mention you're in like what 125 degree heat. Yeah, running your ass With off, all the gear on and everything. Right? So you're gonna be you're expending ridiculous amounts of calories. Yeah, and so I was just like, okay, and I took him with me. We had a chow tent, and um, I brought him to the front of the line. So I told all the Air Force fuckers to get the yeah, fuck back. Fuck Air Force, man. <laughs> Those little pristine bitches, they can get back. I'm like, uh, yeah, and I took him up to the front and I filled up a whole plate for him of food and took him back and talked to him and stuff like that. Um, and I won't get into everything that he talked about, of course, but um, it was pretty heavy stuff. And so we spent a good few hours going through stuff, asking him, do you want to see one of the officers, because they're the doctors, to see if you want to do counseling with them or you want to start medications or discuss medication options. And he said, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to talk to somebody, but I don't want to talk to O's which is officers, I want to just talk to you. And I said, that's fine. You know, you can definitely do that. Made sure he's safe, like not thinking about, you know, eating bullets and stuff. Yeah, no, we don't want none of that. He needs to eat food, yeah. not bullets, um, not lead. Yeah, so his unit happened to be on the base for, you know, they were on some, like, reprieve, so they were there for a couple weeks. So he came back at, um, almost every day to follow up with me. And by the end... Um, so we wear patches on our uniforms they're all velcro and giving patches is like a very high sign of respect and okay. i remember he at the end of i think it was the very first session i talked i can't remember if it was the first or the last but i did talk to him quite a bit but i'm pretty sure it was the first session i talked to him he took his unit patch off of his uniform and i remember it so clearly in my mind because he took it off at his Velcro, and so this huge puff of dust pops off. <laughs> of course. And he hands it to me. And that is probably one of my most prized possessions. I have it in a shadow box. That's I have it very in the cool. center. It, mean, it meant the whole world to me. And then he called me Doc, which in the military, for corpsmen to be called Doc is a very high honor. They don't call doctors Doc. They call it corpsman Doc. And if anybody who's listening is like in the Marines or in the military um, and they know how the culture works with corpsmen, that is like if you get if you earn the right to be called doc it is like probably the most pivotal point of your career. Right. It's definitely a respect. Yeah, very much. Respect and an honor thing. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it meant so much to me. Like it kind of makes me a little emotional thinking about it. And I don't yeah, no, and I just made this public, but I went emotional. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but that meant a lot to me. As it should. Yeah. Like you that, obviously touched a life, and that is great. Yeah. And so that really motivated me. Um, so, and I've had things like that, but that's the number one thing that sticks in my mind. But when you told me we were doing this, I actually went and I found, because you got all your student stuff. Mm -hmm. I never get shit from students. That's because they're they, all military dickheads. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but, like, all the other students are scared of me. They think I'm scary. Well, you know, you're loud. <laughs> I am very loud, mm -hmm. and I swear a lot. Mm -hmm. But uh, but this one wasn't like one of my. So this is a um, course review, and it was for another instructor's course. But 
I guess lectured on correctional nursing and um, because if you are listening for the first time I'd done a lot of time working as a correctional nurse working in prisons and so um, this one said I really liked professor which I'm not a professor but that's fine um, poison ivy lecture on correctional nursing you can tell that she wants to be there and to teach us it's also really cool to have professors from non-traditional workplace backgrounds I'm actually interested in pursuing my education even further because of her lecture that is fantastic which I'm like whatever dude but <laughs> I doubt it because that's not even your class it's they not my class. know that you would get that yeah so again positive all right oh, yeah, just sorry. because people sound like they're kissing ass doesn't mean they're actually kissing ass that's just what you and I do I know all right because we're really like um you're an idiot <laughs> but you pay me so okay yeah. fine that was really cool though that made me feel that made me feel pretty great because like yeah I don't I don't really ever get like feedback so that was really nice to some, once in a while get that it is. It's way nice. Yeah. It is such a huge honor when someone, because they don't have to. No, right? they surely don't. These students can be like, fuck you and the horse where you rode in. I've on. had but those ones. I, well, I've had a lot. Don't even get, when, positive, positive, <laughs> stop it. Okay, anyway. So when you get those nice accolades from people, it means a lot. Because, again, they don't have to. They are taking time out of their day to give you feedback. It's kind of like a Yelp review, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have to. And most Yelp reviews are not most, but a lot are shitty. So the ones that are positive are that much more important. Mm-hmm. I had, um, so there was this one time that uh, I was working inpatient behavioral health. We discharged a patient and she knew she was going out to a, just a shithole of chaos. Oh no. Right. Yeah. And she knew it was coming. And so she, she went home. We discharged her that day. She called at like three in the morning or something. And I sat on the phone with her for probably a good hour talking her down and at the end of it she's like oh my god thank you so much for just spending it because obviously i'm not getting paid to be on the phone with this girl for however long and she's just like thank you so much you you probably just saved my life just by talking to me tonight right and if someone ever calls you and you're in that kind of a situation you really have to be very cognizant on if it's significant enough that you need to get their location and send a welfare check out to see them like the police to make sure that they are not in danger of hurting themselves I didn't think this girl was, but f- just for her to say that to me, it really does mean a lot mm-hmm. when you get those good, good kudos. Yeah. I recently had a patient, this is um, on a med search floor. By the way, my most favorite type of patients are old men. <laughs> they the are old my, crotchety ones. We've I, talked about this I before. I love them because they actually they're not crotchety they just have a wicked dry sense of humor and it's hilarious i've seen grumpy old men i love them Mm -hmm. like we get along just wonderfully so like (laughs) i had one and he and i even wrote it in the journal and i even titled it oh there's a title it's a title what's it it titled yes dear yes dear okay i love it (laughs) i love it let's hear it so i won't read it i'll just summarize it but like so basically so i came on shift and it was this he had like like a shoulder replacement like the day before or whatever so that's pretty quick they usually go home the next day so i knew i was going to be discharging this patient so i go in there and, and they tell me when i come in they're like yeah, I guess, like, he got upset with physical therapy and, like, because, like, he felt like they were trying to rush him out of here and stuff, and so the manager had to come talk to him and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, 
they're like and they're like so yeah he's kind of grumpy and i'm like hmm well i'll be the judge of that because i never <laughs> take people's opinion on that no shit. you shouldn't because they're like oh well dementia debbie down the hall she's been fine all day yeah until <laughs> nighttime hits bullshit <laughs> yeah it's lies so oh, lies. so i go in there and then and he's like this sweet old man and i come in there and i'm like Oh, and I introduced myself all into my spiel. And I was like, I hear you've been giving some people a hard time. And he's like, you have, huh? And I was like, yeah. And I told him about the thing. And he was like, hmm. He's like, yeah, I was just fucking with her. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I was just like, my man. Oh, yeah. We're going to be friends now. Friends I know. for life. I know. And I was just like, <laughs> I love it. So we did. We became best pals. So like whenever he like when you have your shoulder done you're not supposed to be like lifting your shoulder up um especially over your head or yeah, yeah. moving it at all for that matter so like when he would try to move it and be like no you stop that right you know and he right. would always say yes dear well, at least he was you know uh not like your other one where you're like stop doing that stop you're gonna break your hip and she's like why <laughs> he was nice about it. he's like okay you're right yes you're dear right. oh he was so cool and he would razz me a bit like we'd have that dry sense of humor and i'd do it right back and you could I see him it. smirk like mm-hmm. he liked it and mm-hmm. i'm like and i like it too he gets that sparkle in his eye he does he's like oh yeah this one gets it i know i loved him and he'd like he would tease me and i just loved it and then his wife came and it got even better like she <laughs> she was in on it too so we're just like going back and forth and and it's so sad because it's always my favorite ones i get discharged first thing in the morning of course it's because they're good patients they're oh my god he was the best and like so he hold on let me refer to my notes uh, let's see mm. anyway but so yeah he was getting discharged and stuff and so i got him all set up and i walk him downstairs his wife went to pull the car around and so um so i walk him to the front door and i was like well you know what so and so i'm sorry that we didn't get to spend more time together but it was a pleasure meeting you you're fantastic and i really wish you well and he gave me the biggest hug and then the biggest kiss on my cheek that's adorable and he's like you're the best nurse i've ever had and i was like and i was like kiss ass right (laughs) like yeah i can't change your bill for you bro right like i have no control over that yeah but that meant so much. Like he was so, he was so awesome. Like I'm smiling a ton. Cause you are, like, totally are. It was a good story. It was a good story. Patients like that totally make things worthwhile. Again, it, we often talk about the, you know, the 10% like, of the population yeah, that are just atrocious people. Cause it's funny. That is where your, that's where your funny stories come from. Yeah. But not every funny story starts out with, uh, hold my beer and watch this. Right? <laughs> exactly. Some of them start out with, uh, I don't know, it was a nice day at church. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the opposite of that is. I don't know either. Anyway, <laughs> but when you get the, all the good stuff that happens, it makes up for it. But unfortunately, for whatever reason, as humans, especially in our culture, I think we're just designed to focus on the negative all the time. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like we said, I think it was last episode. People are just not satisfied. Mm. I guess we're mm-hmm. not either. <laughs> True. True that. Yeah. But I always like to think back on those because I have like I have tons of stories of just really cool patients like when I, like that guy. I would hide in his room and chart. I wouldn't go to the nurse's station. I would go in his room and I start charting. Why would you like? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come and on. I, and I just BS with him while I chart mm-hmm. him and his wife. And I'm like, yeah, 
because I'm in a patient room, so you know, it's right? Fine. They don't no come looking. Come looking for you because they're like, "Where, where's Poison Ivy?" She's like, "Oh, she's in room, you know, 101, whatever." She's yeah. like, "Oh, obviously she's busy, so let me get someone else to go help do some shit because she's in with the patients." Yeah, my buddy. Ah, <laughs> uh, there, nothing wrong with that. Uh huh. Not sure. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but yeah, I have a lot. Like I have one. He was like super nice, mellow guy, like the easiest patient. He was pretty sick, but like. He was so easy, like you just had to keep giving him his medications and monitoring him because he had a cardiac issue. Super nice guy, super laid back, never complained. I would hang out with him all the time. and I, But I remember like um, his TV broke mm. and I called maintenance to get it fixed or replaced or whatever. And of course they're taking their sweet ass time. And it's going a whole day just being trapped inside of a hospital room. Can you imagine? You yeah. can't. You're a prisoner, You're a prisoner in a hospital room, <laughs> and now you don't even have TV. Yeah. Even prisoners have TV. Yeah, they do. So like their own TVs. Yeah. I mean, I was I was heckling maintenance. Pre- I was like, I understand this is not like a life or death thing, but you got to understand this guy just is sitting in a room all day staring right. at a wall. And I was like, come on, have some fucking compassion. Just For bring real. a new fucking TV up. For real. I know y'all got one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, but the patient's family member came up and started kind of getting at me, starting to be that 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 karen yeah and like and i and i can't remember what they said but like they were kind of being snippy with me and i was like well you know i can only do what's within my control i can't right? fix that i am i can't just you know like genie out of a bottle fix <laughs> your fucking tv yeah but then Pull a new one out of my ass i don't know but that patient then he he stuck up for me Aww. to his family member he was like she's trying her best she's been working on it all day so give her a break and i was like oh <gasps> Oh my God! You're like, it does happen. I've seen this in movies. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's a wonderful life all over, only with patients instead of angels. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Clarence! (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear. Let's get some bells ringing. That's when a patient gives you a compliment. (laughs) Ding ling ling ling. We've got the wings now. So, yeah, great patients are awesome. They uh, make the best patients. They make me love my job. They, they do make it. They make it all worthwhile. But, again, as humans, we're just so focused on the negative. Yeah. It's terrible. I have one patient, like, oh, man, they, they left me a positive review with whatever they do at the hospital. I don't know how they do it, honestly. But, like, mm-hmm. and it almost made me cry Aww. because happy tears. Um, of course. This was a positive <laughs> review. Yeah. And I um, – they he was super sick very very sick had cancer mm. went into surgery and then i knew the the surgery got complicated it took longer so i knew Damn that it was going to be bad yeah came back and i was just like on top of it like medicating and like talking to the family because they were scared and stressed out and so the, of course they're just like over your fucking ass mm-hmm. the whole time like mm-hmm. what are you doing you know and i was totally calm because i understand and uh and yeah, I just did my thing, and then I guess like that really meant a lot to them because they left me a review saying that I was a, a wonderful nurse and I took such good care of them. And you know, I can't remember everything that was said about it, but I do remember it like saying that you know I made sure I made them comfortable, the patient and the family, and I worked so hard. And they could see the the one thing they said that I remember is like you can tell that she truly cares about taking care of patients that's amazing and I was just like if only you saw my other patients I hated (laughs) (laughs) you're like one out of four is not bad though (laughs) 
but that like almost brought me to tears because that was a very sad um you know event too you know well yeah stressful sad just all of it all the emotions yeah pick up an emotion you can put it in the bag so like it's just like we i feel like most nurses can really deal with really sad hard things as long as like people need to feel validated it's not like people do this for praise like we're not talking about this because we want to be like look how cool we are <laughs> or like well that's why we have the podcast talking shit uh, but like, uh, i don't know if we're looking for look how cool we are i think we're looking for look how fucked this is <laughs> that too but like you know it feels it gives you that motivation to keep trying because you have to try very hard every day in this kind of job because it's so like you see such terrible shit yeah you do so having that once in a while positive reinforcement even like saying things like thank you makes a difference it makes a huge difference it does make a difference and i know and i know it's just a goddamn turkey sandwich and i know that you're starving you haven't eaten since yesterday at seven o'clock and now it's like four o'clock in the afternoon the next day and you just got out of surgery and your pain's all out of control and you need a fucking turkey sandwich and you're crazy and you're going out of your goddamn mind but you know what i don't i have other patients it's nice to hear thank you i know that you took time to get this for me Mm -hmm. and again we're human so when we forget shit i'm sorry but Mm -hmm. you know debbie dementia down the hall just fell on her fucking head because her bed alarm didn't work (laughs) yeah and i had to go take care of that my god that's totally been me i totally forgot to bring up a tray to a post-op patient because i yeah and they're starving and they're starving and i was just like But I am the first to go up and be like, I am so sorry. I did oh, forget. Totally. I mm-hmm. did forget. And I said I got sidetracked with other stuff and I totally forgot. I admit my failures all the time, too. I'm like, dude, I am so sorry that this happened. It was, you know. Not intentional. It was. It's never intentional. We just get busy. Again, mm-hmm. we're human. Huh? What? Weird. I don't know. Isn't Elon Musk or whatever his name is making like AI robots or some shit? Um, yeah, I think that's his whole gig. The guy, I'm pretty sure, is like that. Talk about an overlord. He uh, is he's the gonna be. He's you gonna be the mass fucking satellites he's putting up in the space. Yeah. You think they're not spying on us? I'm just. I saying. mean, they're okay. First of all, you're already being spied on by your phone. I guarantee you, if we keep talking about like a certain department store or something, oh, or, it'll show up on your phone. It's gonna show up on my phone. Yep. But <laughs> so it's super. Just a quick little side note right now. Okay, so if you if you are in if you have like a friend or in front of me that you really want to fuck with. You just start sending them text messages about like tile flooring <laughs> or sex swings or, you know, lubricants or power drills or whatever. And then they get blasted with all these ads from Home Depot or Adam and Eve. It's really quite fun. I do it with my one friend all the time. <laughs> I like it. And she's like, God damn you. Now I'm getting all these stupid. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's really funny. Yeah, for sure. I don't remember what I was saying now. Sorry. <laughs> damn it. What are you doing for Christmas? Anything fun? No. I'll probably just have dinner with the fam. Mm. Spawn's coming in Christmas Eve, and i got to go pick him up at the airport, and that's about it. Mm. Yeah, that's about what we're doing is hanging out. Do you have, like, any fun, like, Christmas traditions that you do with your family? No. Man, you guys are no fun. Sorry. We eat. That's our tradition. I I think this week we're having a taco bar. That will be cool. Mm Mm-hmm. We always open, like, one gift, but it's always jammies. I always get the kids jammies on, on Christmas Eve. Christmas jammies are the best. They are the best. And they're, they're always excited. Fuzzy. They're always excited. They know what it's going to be because I do it every year. But they're just like, 
they're so excited to open it. That's one of those core memories. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And I'm you're trying really fucking hard to make good core memories. As you should. Yeah. You know, not too far away from us is like the whole Polar Express train. You can take the train and do the Polar Express what? thing. What? Mm-hmm. I did not know this. Mm-hmm. We are going to go see the Nutcracker. The Nutcracker. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. What are other fun tradition things? Oh, we. I don't know, but you were talking about Elon Musk, and he's gonna build AI and rule the world like an evil overlord. No, I wonder if we eventually gonna get replaced with AI nurses. Huh? They won't forget. They won't forget the turkey sandwich in Delight. They they won't, and they can do it. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, give them the six patients. Do it. And then have them scribe for my ass, too. Yeah. Because that is where all my time goes. And then they can just calculate with all of the input and output and vital signs and how much medication you should give based off this pain. And then they can see. Yeah. Go ahead. That actually sounds nice. That sounds fantastic. That's okay. I'll go do something else. That's fine. mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, AI can't strip. I'm just saying. (laughs) It cannot. (laughs) Not yet. Anyway. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) There there are those sci-fi shows out there. Like, uh, Mm mm-hmm. Uh, Blade Runner. You'd be a <laughs> replicant. Those AI people could strip. And and things. Mm-hmm. And and things. Yes, and things. <laughs> <laughs> and clean things. They never probably carry diseases. <gasps> if you think about that route. That's so true. that's a positive. See, we're keeping it all positive today. It's a positive. It's just positive. Yes. Because it's Christmas time. Christmas time. Mm-hmm. All right. What else you got? Um, I just like talking about Christmas. <laughs> oh, all right. So keep talking. About, oh, anyway, Polar Express. Yeah. I'll tell you all about it okay. after we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also love watching uh, Christmas Vacation. That is a good one. I'm wearing my Christmas I Vacation see sweater. That. Yes, you are. The Griswold Family Christmas Tree. It's a great movie. Dude, it's the best movie. We actually just watched it. We did. I went over to uh, Poison Ivy's house and we had some dinner and we had, we had, ooh, we had Greek food that night. We did have Greek so food. So good. Yummy. And then we made some cookies, and we watched a couple movies with mm-hmm. the fam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what I love about Christmas time, though, is, like, you know, you get to do all that fun baking shit and watching movies. I do love the trashy Christmas movies. I'm not going to lie. I do. And I like the inappropriate ones, like bad santa and <laughs> and christmas vacation so i took uh i took my niece to a santa last week oh no and and i think it was bad santa like i mean i know that this this woman was free at her you school get what you pay for and you do get what you pay for but his suit was a little stained you know oh. he had some nice tattoos and i don't mean nice tattoos i mean like prison tattoos oh the ones that are like uneven and faded and you know that it was either done in someone's basement in a crack house or in prison his beard was a little matty what know. the hell come on i don't care if it's free it's for children i mean jesus i mean i understand this isn't the nicest part of town but we don't have to keep reinforcing that maybe he's just living his best life and he's maybe. trying to overcome things and he just got out of prison and now he's been sober maybe for he's years. on work release he could be and at Maybe least he's doing something. Knowing how this town works and how the judicial system works, <laughs> he, he's probably a pedophile whoa, that's on whoa, work release. Whoa, he's like, we're just going to give you a second chance and see how oh, you do. Wow. Wow. That went dark. That went really dark. Sorry, but it's probably true. Uh, today's all about positivity. Okay. All right? I can't help myself. Because he's <laughs> probably had some hard times. Okay. I've had some hard times. I still and don't <laughs> don't get prison tattoos. So. <laughs> but you did get tattoos while you worked in prison. 
I didn't get them in the prison, though. Well. I got them at a professional tattoo <laughs> shop and paid way too much for them. Fuck yeah, man. Tattoos are expensive. Yeah, they are. What you pay for what you get. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you one for free if you want. <laughs> no, thank you. It's, it's not going to look good. No, thank you. I'm good. I, I can I'm, do a line. I'm very particular. Um, yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah, very particular. Well, I did take my children to go see Santa. Um, this one was a nicer one. Also, well, kind of free. You had to pay for the whole Christmas carnival thing, which mm. was super cheap. It was like the kids were like free, and I think like I was like five bucks or whatever. Oh, okay. But like, so little little Tinkerbell um, was standing in line waiting to go see Santa, and then she was just like staring at him. And then I realized I have never taken her to see. She's four now. I've never taken her to see Santa. <laughs> never. No. Why? Um, well, okay, you just explained the bad Santa. <laughs> like, seriously. You know what, though? If you pay for it, like you're supposed to at, like, the mall. Let's go to the mall, everybody. Then it is a good Santa, and it's got the whole tableau behind Santa. Yeah, but then I have to be around all those other basic bitches and their kids. You got to have priorities. And Poison my priority Ivy. is that I'm going to tell Tinkerbell that... Santa uh-huh. will, does not like to make a lot of visits because he's very busy. Oh, he's a diva like that, he's right? He has to have all just yellow M&Ms yeah. and um, Evian bottled water at uh-huh. 87 degrees. Well, That's way hot. Why 87? That was weird. Anyway. That is really hot. Um, <laughs> well, just funny because um, Captain America was just saying, um, Mom, do you think that Santa would, instead of having cookies, do you think he'd like to have pizza instead? I'm like, yes, he would. Very much so. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, do you think Santa would prefer to have beer instead of milk? And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, uh-huh. Sure would. Are you sure this was a good Santa or was this a bad Santa also? <laughs> Santa's about to be bad. <laughs> Santa's gone wild, everybody. <laughs> anyway, back to Tinkerbell. So, like, so she's standing in line and she's just staring at this Santa. And then she's just like, is this the real Santa? And I said, yeah, it is the real Santa. And then her little face just lit up, and she put her little hands over her little mouth and went, oh. And then she fangirled the fuck out. Like, That's adorable. She was, like, thrumming with excitement. She could not believe the real Santa was fucking here. Like, That's her little Tinkerbell wings thrumming. <laughs> like, That's adorable. So then when it was her turn, she sprinted to him. <laughs> <laughs> she sprinted, and then she leapt into his lap she jumped at him like a like oh. a like a, like a co- well and she's not always the uh, most easily warm to warm up child oh yeah she's like um you have to earn my affection right. um, <laughs> wash your hands go put on some rose water perfume and give me those m&ms before you touch me yeah right but she ran and she jumped into his lap and hugged him and like this oh, santa was just like what the fuck like you could see how shocked he was that's adorable though mm-hmm it was pretty cute. Super adorable. It was super cute. And if any, you know, so just to give, like, any insight of what Tink looks like, she looks just like Tinkerbell. Like, she, she does. is tiny for her si- for her age. She's very small. She has, like, super blonde hair and big blue eyes. Like, like Yeah, she what, does. Like, what the fuck? She looks like tiny Elsa. Yeah, she does. So, at least that's what I've been told many times by complete yeah. strangers. Uh, she knows it, too. She does know it, and it's disturbing. 
So another thing about Tink, just a funny story that I liked the other day. I was over at uh, Poison Ivy's house and we were getting ready to go to a party for a mutual friend of ours for like a graduation party. She just got her doctorate degree. And so we, I had been at work, so I went to Poison Ivy's to change my clothes. And I come out in a dress, then Poison Ivy comes out in a dress, and we we're all dolled up and whatever. So then little Tink goes and changes her clothes to get a dress, <laughs> her sparkly her pink sparkly dress. sparkly pink dress, and comes out. And then she wants the lipstick on that Mom's wearing. And then she asks her dad if he can go find her some size 4T high heels. <laughs> <laughs> and he and, was and, displeased. And Batman was going to lose his goddamn mind. <laughs> I said, you know, they have little kitten heels for little girls. He's like, that's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to call? Look at your phone. Is he calling? <laughs> Last time we talked about him, he called. I have a text message. Oh, my God. It's probably from him. It's weird. But anyway. Oh, no, it's not. We're fine. <laughs> okay. Well, we're out of time. We're at 45 minutes. Okay. Well, that was a fun episode. That was the positivity episode. We're going to get sucked into the vortex. Yeah. We will hope that everybody has a great Christmas or happy holidays. Definitely. Everybody be safe. And then we'll... Like oh. and follow oh, us yeah. and all this stuff. We're yeah. not really on social media because most of it sucks, but we are on Instagram. Yep. At, at Healthcare Villains. Yep, at Healthcare Villains. We also, you can email us at healthcare uh, at healthcarevillains at gmail.com. Please send us any like comments, um, any stories you'd like to, to share. Um, it would really mean a lot to us just to kind of hear back from some people. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, please be sure to leave us reviews and comments and like and subscribe and share, 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 share. share. Yeah. It's the sharing season. It is. So it do is. it. It's just do it. Caring. Just do it. Do it, bitches. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay, bye. Bye.